This week we're going to talk about uh, Revelation 4 through 7, which are the scroll judgments. And basically we'll be going through the breaking of the six of the seven seals on the the scroll. And <laughs> the first question or is the picture I got a picture here of the of a scroll with seven seals on it and when you when you do a search on the seals of the seven scrolls most of them have seven seals on the outside but if you think about it when they're opening this thing up when they're unrolling it you know you're breaking the seals as you go through different things and a couple of places was saying that there's only one seal on the outside, then you got seals on different sections of it on the inside of the thing, which made more sense. But I'd already done this picture, so I didn't change it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, yeah. So you wrote it both sides because it's so expensive. Yeah. But anyway, there's seven seals we got to get through here to start with. So Revelation 4.1. Can we do a prayer first? Or? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Heavenly Father, thank you for gathering us here this afternoon. Just thank you for this beautiful day that we have, and thank you for the gathering. Lord, let us get something from this Bible study. Please give us something to take away and help us to better understand your word. Go with us next week. Keep us all safe. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Revelation 4.1. After these things, I looked. Whoops, let me find my. After these things, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you the things which must take place after this. This is after we've gone through chapter 1, which was the introduction to Jesus and the description of him, the introduction of John and his qualifications, then we went through, that was the, I guess that was the past. Then we went to what they called the present, and that was the letters to the seven churches, and going through all of the letters and talking to all of that. And now this is where we're going to uh, answer this first question which was, what was John invited to see in this one? Huh? <laughs> Heaven and what else? The, the future. I mean, this is, this is what's coming. This is, this is what you got to look forward to right here. So we've had the, the past, the present, and now... We're in the looking at the future, but we're also looking at it from looking into heaven 
through this door, we're looking into heaven. Okay? 4.2. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. What is meant by John being in the Spirit? What do you think they're talking about? His spirit was taken up. His body couldn't That's yeah. right. He, his body couldn't go. Uh, so his his spirit went up to check this out. So and he's transformed, and that causes a bunch of. They use this in their pre-trib arguments saying that this is when the pre-trib and the first part of this is pre-trib isn't it and that's we're skipping over that because we're going to have a whole section on the tribulation in two weeks and we're going to discuss pre-trib mid-trib and you'll have to make up your own mind because they say pre-trib we all we hold mid-trib and Dwayne holds mid-trib, but it's, I mean, you got to decide for yourself. So, and he told me, don't get lost in the trenches. There's <laughs> mysteries still there that's going to be, we ain't going to know the answer to till they happen. So. We'll find out one day. That's right. Whoops. Okay. Four, three. And he who sat there, oh, wait a minute. Well, okay, we're going to answer that here. And he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardis stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in the in appearance like an emerald. I looked up the jasper stone, and it's clear. Did y'all know that? And then the sardis stone is red. Red. My version says jasper and ruby. Yeah, it's it's clear. Yeah. First of all, who did who did John see? Who was this sitting on the throne? God. God. They're saying yeah, and that that's another thing that we kind of blew me away with this book because it's obviously God because he's the one that hands Jesus this you know. I, so I don't see how they got that so wrong. The significance of the colors. The, the clear was the purity, and mm -hmm. the uh, red was the blood. Right. Where else? Where else are these stones? Where else do they see these stones? Breastplate. Yep. It's the first and the last stone in the breastplate that the high priest wore. So. Uh, and the the green around the throne. Eternity. Uh -huh. Huh? Life. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's also a reminder. They say it is like a rainbow. Yeah. And it's a reminder that God's not gonna, you know, destroy us with flood again. So. And that's what it means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> four four. 
Around the throne were twenty-four thrones, and on the thrones I saw twenty-four elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their head. This is another questionable one. Who were the twenty-four elders? I think some of the disciples, right? Half of them, maybe? The apostles. See, the, the twelve uh, tribes. That was one argument. Tribes. One argument is that it was the twelve representative of the twelve tribes and representative of the the or the twelve apostles. The book says that it's the church, representatives of the the church. The rep, you know. So there's another one where. I don't know, you know, uh, either one of them could be and would make sense, but uh, we just know they're there to honor God, so. Four or five, and from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices, seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. The lightnings and the thunderings. What I got from it was that it was the power of God and just his power to showing the, yeah, yeah. And I also saw somewhere else what it was saying that it's a, a forewarning of the storm that's coming, that there's you're fixing to be in for it. So, and I guess it could be, I guess the storm coming is going to be from his power anyway, so that makes sense. So, and the seven lamps represent, uh, it says the seven, the seven spirits of God and I think they're talking about the Holy the, Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the seven uh, aspects, attributes of the Holy Spirit. And I think we had those. Yeah. Yeah, we showed those we last showed week. Those. Yeah. Anybody got anything to add or questions or whatever? Just jump in because I. Four six. Before the throne was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. I gave you all this uh, little handout sheet that's uh, angels. And uh, I thought I printed another side to this that uh, said what the four creatures were. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> I was telling Mr. Ed several years ago I did a deal over angels and I, the first thing I did is I told the kids to draw me what you think an angel looks like and the first thing they draw is a female with wings which they're all male <laughs> and another thing if you'll read the description in there how he describes them you know they're some of them have lines faces some of them you know they're different they're not what the world has said they are now I'm sure like archangels and there are some that look like Michael that's supposed to be beautiful and but a lot of them are not what we're used to seeing and not what we would think <laughs> well, that was scary child too yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, there's a flashlight line while we have the meditation um, 
dark and opaque. Clear glass was enormously expensive. The sea of glass before the throne of God could represent the awesome approach to God or simply his majesty. Mm -hmm. So their glass wasn't clear mm -hmm. like ours is. I mean, she paid a lot of money for this stuff. Mm -hmm. I like that. Well, it's in the book, they're saying that that sea of glass represents the church, A, water of the word, B, or water of baptism. So, I, again, I, where the, I don't, some of this stuff, I don't really understand where they come up with the, with their reasoning unless they're reading this in in uh, Daniel or they're reading this in Isaiah or somewhere, but it didn't give those as examples, so I I don't know I don't know how they, they decide it, this stuff, huh? They make it sound like this is everybody knows this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it makes me nervous because of that first little thing that said don't add or don't take away right. or you're gonna get cursed and uh this uh so some of this stuff I make real sure that I say the author says because I don't want you thinking I said it. But anyway, that, so I don't know because in other descriptions it talks about the doesn't it talk about the river of life running from the beneath the throne and running down through the middle of the the street and the trees of life on both sides. So to me it's I don't know. To me it's that's more what I huh? Yeah. That's what I water uh -huh. under the throne. And like you said, it's running from the throne and the trees of life and that you know, we'd never see crystal clear water. No. I mean, really, that what that crystal yeah. clear would be. Uh -huh. and it's a 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven, it's right there in the... <laughs> <no>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I've just pictured crystal clear water. Like it says, a sea of glass. That's just what I've always pictured. Yeah. The creatures. What are the creatures? The same creatures that Ezekiel saw. Huh? Yeah, the same creatures that Ezekiel saw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these creatures have been seen a lot of times through. And you got these two different kinds of, of they're obviously angels, and they're obviously there to guard the throne, guard God, and they're doing that all the time. And they're also there worshiping God all the time, which is pretty much the definition, I think, there of the, of, it's, it's, it's the definition of the seraphim uh, angels. But then the faces are more like the, Faces on the cherub angels, so there again, it's kind of a toss-up. But uh, their their job is to guard the throne and to and to worship God and to make announcements, I guess. Yeah. 
But if they're the seraphim, uh, it's talking about literally means to burn with fire. You know, you purify everything by fire, Mm -hmm. so I guess they would keep everything pure. Purified, yeah, Yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah. Which, if you're in heaven, I don't know why you have to purify, but it just sounded good. No, no. In the it's, uh, notes in my Bible, I, I did the New King James. It says that the, our angels that execute judgment and lead in worship. Okay. Mm-hmm. And not, uh, because it says this cherub, the well, cherub. the first time the cherub showed up was guarding the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. So. They're all guardians. I didn't know this. Satan was a cherubim before his rebellion of fall from heaven. Well, you knew he was an angel, right? Yeah. 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 He was an archangel. I was saying, I thought he was an yeah. archangel. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I say holy, holy, holy all the time. Mm-hmm. I read that several times, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got a whole song they sing. Four seven. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was a calf. The third living creature had a face like a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. And I don't. Uh, what do they represent? They have, it, yeah, it says right here where they the the links to Jesus. But I don't understand how it could be John because John's the one seeing all this. Mm-hmm. How could it be John? What the face of Yeah. Him? I mean, it says John is rules the sky, is John. It says the Gospel of John. Yeah, yeah all John. Jesus, God, it's, and he's repeating something. Not calling John. But... Yeah, I, I didn't understand that. Yep. There were several things I questioned, but I think when you question stuff, then you go back and yeah. you start studying a little bit deeper. Yeah, and and a lot of it, well, I go to the internet a lot, you know, doing this stuff. I know, I know, but still, you uh, you got to be careful where you go. You got to look at what the deal is. But there's a lot of there's a lot of sites out there that are. Bible based, you know, so just do what you can do. Especially if they don't if they don't have a a uh, Bible verses that you can go back and look at, you know, then you gotta try to search for some that tie to it. So four nine through eleven. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him, who sits on the throne and worship him, who has forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things. And by your will they exist and were created. 
Now see, this is, my question is wrong, because they're not really worshiping Jesus, are they? They're worshiping God. Mm -hmm. So, and the elders are worshiping when the creatures worship. The creatures trigger the elders, it seems like, every time. So, uh, and the elders do the same thing every time. They fall down on their face and they put their crones before the throne. So, but it's always after the creatures go first. So, I don't know how you could not be at, I mean, how you could be in the presence of God and not just yeah, be so down. overwhelmed and, <laughs> yeah. you know, fall yeah. down in worship. Yeah, just like he did in chapter one where he fell down and had to be told to get up, you know, and that was just Jesus. That wasn't even God. That was Jesus. The song of creation, and I guess that's, uh, that's this, what they're putting out here is the, I think, am I right there? The holy, holy. Yeah, the holy, holy. That's a song of creation. And uh, they pointed that out in the book, so I pointed it out here. So, uh, that's all I know to say about it. You? 5, 1, and 2. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? Who's holding the scroll? God. And what does the the scroll signify? See here, I, I, I saw, I don't know if it's in this book, but it's the deed, the, basically <coughs> the, the deed to the world. Yeah, it's I the, saw that too, that Adam and Eve lost. Yeah. To Satan. Yeah, okay, the, yeah, they lost it to Satan. And this is where Jesus is going to take it back. So. He's the only one worthy to take it back. He's the only one that's... He, he, he died and he came back. Uh-huh. To lie. Yeah. So he's the only one that's worthy to take worthy, it back. Worthy, right? Yeah. And sinless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sinless. 5 3 through 5. And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And the only one worthy, we already said, was Jesus. So. I'm like, you. I thought whenever they were, the way they were reading this is like they would write, and then when they got through, then they would seal that part, and then they would come back at Am I wrong on? Yeah, no, that's that's. But then, yeah. if you go to undoing it, mm-hmm. you get in the back first. Do you okay. see what I'm saying? 
So if you if you write and then yeah. you seal that part and then you just keep scrolling it down, when you undo the out, you can start at the bottom. Yeah, you could roll it. Yeah, yeah, roll it up. Yeah, yeah. 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 this one, this little strip comes down. This one. Well, my little pea brain could not comprehend that. <laughs> Yeah. What maybe was the if you original just, language that John wrote this in Hebrew? Probably, and they write backwards. Like they write from yeah. They write right from, to left. But if you wrote the whole thing, and then you went back and rolled it and sealed it and rolled it and sealed it and rolled it and sealed it, and sealed it. so you just came to the ones that you wanted opened. I mean, that'd be that that could explain. You know, I, and I don't know either, but uh, don't curse me. <laughs> what I could figure out was on there was that when it, Jesus came as a lamb the first time, mm-hmm. so they referred to baby as a lamb. He, when he was born, right? Yeah. He was a lamb of yeah, lamb of God. <laughs> you know, yeah, and they and that. Supposedly, all of that sacrificing back in the <clears throat> Old Testament of sacrificing blood sacrifices was representative of what was going to the ultimate blood sacrifice was Jesus on the cross. And now, we, we're studying Leviticus now. We just started, and we were talking about that Wednesday night. Is you had the animal sacrifice, which is a cow, a lamb, a goat. A bird and grain and each sacrifice meant something. Yeah. And rich or poor too, the sacrifice that they gave. And um it's matter of fact, Leviticus is really hard to explain to kids because I don't understand a lot of it. And um but it does explain and it makes you understand what Jesus did for us, you know, because they had to do this every day. Just about, you know, or ever so often when they sinned, and it's the only way to get forgiveness was to sacrifice. So it, it was really interesting, and then to be doing Revelation now to understand it. Yeah. Well, I can't understand. <laughs> if you got a million people mm-hmm. and everybody's sacrificing an oxen. A lot of dead animals and a lot of blood on the yeah. altar because they sprinkling all this blood yeah, on the altar, man. It looks like. But the fat <laughs> and the blood and the organs. <laughs> yeah. The the fat and the blood and the organs were supposed to be for God, and then the carcass and stuff you were supposed to burn. Oh. Apart from the priest portion. Yeah. Right. Apart from yeah. the priest portion. Yeah. 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 The. Yeah. 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 Oh, I thought to break them. One of them they were Yeah. Been doing this for and behold, in the midst of the throne of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out and 
into all the earth. This description. Uh, well, he's describing Jesus. I know. Yeah. And. Huh. As the lamb. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm not sure where we're at. Uh, I had the horns okay. of power and authority to rule, and the yeah. eyes were the spirit. Yep. Yeah, it says the horns represent power, and Jesus had omnipotent power. And we talked about that last week. Seven eyes represent the all-seeing omniscient vision. vision of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And seven is the number of perfection. So uh, that's why there's so many sevens in this. I think they said there was 54. Mm -hmm. there <coughs> oh, I actually wrote down the seven spirit virtues. Nature of Jesus, wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and respect for God's will are the seven virtues of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I kept going over those, counting them. I kept coming up with six until I realized that the first one was something of Jesus, yeah, and then it, nature that was one. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five, seven, and eight. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a heart and a golden and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And I said, how do they react? How do the creatures and the elders react? And uh, they're all they're falling down again. Uh, and they said what that harp and all that meant in the book, didn't it? Yeah. The... <clears throat> they said the harps are musical instruments that will. Accompany the singing in heaven. Heaven, yeah. The golden bowls will contain the prayers of the saints. saints. Yeah. Because the incense has always been to carry the prayers to heaven mm -hmm. when they burn the incense. So. No, it says we'll be praying for our families in heaven. And, <clears throat> you know, people always say, well, they're looking down on us. <laughs> and I just don't know if. If I want to believe that, because I just think when you're in heaven, everything's going to be so peaceful, and you know what I'm saying. And if you're looking down and seeing family members who are, yeah, going through hard times, and and how could that be? That, but it, then it says, you know, when Lazarus yeah, looked, see, uh -huh. he could yeah. see down. Yeah. Um. I don't know, JC. Do you have a clue about that? No, I don't. I don't either. It's it's confusing. Like this morning, we were doing our uh, doing the lesson, and um, it was talking about the music part of it. Was it was talking about Saul and his son Jonathan and David, King, future King David. But he was a kid then, 
that the spirit, this evil spirit had come upon Saul, and he would use David and his music to soothe him. And that's what, and then I got to thinking about this with the music, you know, and singing in heaven. Maybe the music is a symbol of, of peace and, you know, tranquility and, um, Calm yeah. So as far as the, the, I don't know, because in the first of this book, it says that Paul looked down and he was crying, you know, and I'm like, I didn't think that he, if you're, but Paul wasn't there for good. He was there just for seeing this. John. Yeah, John. I met John. Right. Yeah, I get my name. Yeah, with compassion. Yeah. And, yeah. But I also think, like, if they're looking down on us, they also know, you know, that our day in heaven is coming, mm-hmm. that what we're going through is temporary, and that a lot of things we go through are opportunities for God to reach us. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're always looking down. I don't think they'd be looking down with sorrow. You know? Well, I think of this is just after the rapture when all of the Christians are in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tribulation has started on earth, and we uh-huh. don't know, even know. We don't see what's going on, uh-huh. but we know that it's that. Yeah. And we're just praying for the, the, the ones whoever, that are left. Yeah. The ones that are left. But mid mid trib rapture hadn't happened yet. I'm saying this is after the rapture. Yeah, after okay. the rapture. Yeah. 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 See that—that's another thing too about the pre-mid and all mm-hmm. that. That because no one knows the hour. I mean, even yeah. Jesus said he didn't know, know the hour. So I mean, if no he one, don't know, yeah. why do we think we would? Yeah. <laughs> be able to put a time on time it, you on. know. Well, you yep. know, within the next so many years or whatever. And well, uh, it's it's laid out. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, we don't know when this seven-year period is going to happen. Right. But the seven-year period is mapped from the yeah. first to the last. Right. So we know when the first when the seven-year period is going to happen. No, we don't. Yeah. It doesn't specify anything about the rapture. Mm-hmm. You know, really. But, uh, but then it goes on later and talks about how a year could be a thousand years or yeah. you know yeah. with yeah. the seven. But the but the but the seven years is specifically laid out and broken right. into two halves. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. and and then again it's speculation on whether this is this part of it is three and a half years, you know, and uh uh, and then the, and then it, all of a sudden, boom! When the, when the uh, trumpets and the cups start, that's the great tribulation, they say, and that's when it gets bad, mm-hmm. and that's when we don't want to be here, and we're not supposed to be here, right. you know. So the tribulation, I mean, the rapture, the the church is supposed to be taken up sometime before that but when that is yeah. you know it's hard I, we can't well the way I read the Bible mm-hmm. is when the rapture happens all Christians that are devout Christians at that moment that's before that three and a half years that first three and a half years mm-hmm. every Christian that believes in the Lord and has given his heart and soul to the Lord will be taken up at that point 
And then that second three, that first three and a half years, it's going to be the Antichrist will be here. And there will be people that will be slaughtered if they try to believe in God. When the mark of the beast, if you refuse the mark of the beast, you will be killed immediately. Those people that will not accept the mark of the beast are going to be in that first three and a half year period. And that last three and a half year period is going to be the most horrible thing that's ever happened on this earth. Mm -hmm. And if people aren't saved before the rapture or at the end of the, by the end of that three and a half years, there won't be an opportunity for them to be saved that last three and a half years. That's the way I read the Bible, and that's the way I've studied it over the years. And okay. uh, Everybody has their own ideas if you read the Bible. As long as you read the Bible and you believe in the Lord, you're okay. Yeah, you're that's true. Yeah, I mean, it don't make me any difference. If I'm wrong, I'll be out early. <laughs> so it doesn't matter, but... But to me, it says, several places, it says that the Antichrist is going to be turned loose on the saints. Well, the saints are Christians. And if if the Christians are, the Antichrist is turned loose on the Christians, and, and you got to get through that three and a half year period believing, and you may be martyred. During that three and a half year period, yeah. It, well, it depends on where you are. If you're up in the hills of Idaho somewhere and you're not having any dealings with people coming around wanting to mark you, if you can hide from them long enough, if you can make it three and a half years and feed yourself, you know, you you can avoid it. But but you get a white robe, huh? But you get a white robe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you get martyred, you get martyred, you're going to get a white robe. So, I, I mean, you know, it's just like I say, there's so many verses that people take and use for one side and use for the other side. And some of them they use for both. You know, both sides use it for that argument. But like I say, it doesn't matter to me because one way I go early and the other way I go not so early, you know. But uh, anyway. Now, will the two witnesses be during the the second first three and a half years first three and a half okay and then actually after that there will be no christianity nothing yeah. about yeah. jesus the jews and the 144,000 yeah there's gonna be 144,000 jews, jews that, that are going to be working to you know try to convert anybody that they can and they're, they're going to be in the second three and a half yeah. years Okay. Yeah, yeah, for the twelve yeah. tribes. And it's, it's only men. Yeah. What is that? Well, there's only women already. Yeah. There's only seven women named in the Bible, right? Not many more than that if there are. I mean, there's that perfect number. Yeah. But there's, a, I mean, a, a lot of women had a lot to do with a whole lot of stuff that went on, but they just. Back then, they didn't count, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, my my girls get real offended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they get real offended because it'll say the sons. When we were doing Abraham, it just mentioned the sons, 
And one of them says, well, they didn't have any daughters. And I said, yeah, down here it shows they had a daughter. And she said, well, why didn't they mention it? I said, because the girls weren't important. <laughs> 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 they didn't count. They didn't count. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, we were the last to vote. No. Not the very last. Well, no. But <laughs> there's some there's some colored folks that might argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Revelations 5, 9, and 10. And they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. Maybe this is the song. Is this the song of life? I don't know, but this is where I, you're reading 5, 9 through 10, right? Yeah. This is where I had Daniel wrote down, um, 7, 13, and 14. It says, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was like one, like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All peoples, nation, and men of every language worshipped him. He, his dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. And you said it was seven, what? 13 and 14. So basically... Jesus will, I mean, God will never destroy the earth. We'll do it ourselves. Yes. Yeah. In the last. And then 24 is about the horns. The I 10 horns that. are the 10 kings who will come from his kingdom, and them another king will arise different from the earlier ones. He will subdue the three kings. That's what we were talking about earlier. On Daniel 24. Yeah, we were talking about earlier the seven kings. And then the, the horns, and then one would, that would be the Antichrist that's going to come to do that. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think we pretty much answered these questions. <laughs> what made Jesus worthy to open the seals is he was the... Yeah. 11 and 12. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands and of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. I, you know, I I got that one question there, but the, another question that I was I, that I read something this morning, I guess, about the ten thousand times ten thousand and thousands of thousands, and and something that I read this morning, it was saying that that those were the the ones that were saved by the hundred and forty four thousand. Which, uh, I, 
and I can't remember who who I read that from now. I don't know. But and and I don't know if it's that or if these are the or if these are angels. So I think does this book say they're the angels? Well, it says that I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them okay. was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands and thousands. Okay, so it, so it is saying that they were the angels. But what, what do they call the heads of the churches? You know, <laughs> it's it's not semantics; it's interpretation. Uh, and some say that messengers, the angels. Well, angels are messengers of God. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> some say that you know they were actually the uh, the preachers or the well, we equate them to pe- preachers today over authority over those churches. <clears throat> but then we know that there are assignments to churches by angels mm-hmm. from the Lord to keep the saints, to mm-hmm. do the work of the saints. I mean, so. Yeah, that's what they, the saints were the preachers. That's what they called the preachers of the early churches. It wasn't angels, it was saints, right? Yeah, you see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Elders. So I assume this is the angels. And Jesus was deemed worthy to receive the strength and honor and glory and blessings of all of these, the power and riches and wisdom. And that's some of those seven things, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Huh? Strength, honor, Thirteen and fourteen, and every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the twenty-four elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. And this is, who worshipped Jesus then? Everything. (laughs) Everything. So you got everybody involved. Everybody under the earth and on the earth and under the water and on the water. So... Under the earth, there's such. <laughs> no, I, 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 I didn't say that, did it? I think no, I made that up. Creature under the earth, yeah, it did. Yeah, I guess that's. I guess that's the dead coat. Yeah. Yeah. I heard somebody say they never heard a fish sing. Have you ever heard a fish sing? <laughs> Carp, <laughs> drum, don't drum, make it. Do what? I'm saying I can't find that you're getting these in here. You're not. <laughs> no. Uh, 
what I've tried to do is come up with a question out of the verses that can be answered out of the book is what I've tried to do. The answer will be, you know, kind of out of the book, but the, I mean, they've got five questions for every chapter, for every, you know, so that don't go very far. So anyway. Okay, now we've looked at what's going on in heaven. Now we're going to turn around and we're going to see what's happening during the same period on earth. And I thought that was a cool picture, so I... There's your horses. Yeah, so... That was a blue horse, but it was supposed to be white, so I, oh, I, I, I erased it. <laughs> 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 no, I, I wouldn't have even attempted it. I'd have had Quinn do it. <laughs> Six, one, and two. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow. And a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. And what happens when Jesus opens the seal? Huh? Well, first, first you had one of the creatures announce it, you know, come and see. Come and see. Yeah. And then, who do most experts think that the rider of the white horse is? Jesus. Huh? No, it's the Antichrist. It's the Antichrist. Yeah. It's the Antichrist. Yeah. I believe it's Jesus. And there's yeah, there's, there's people inside. that believe it's Jesus. But <clears throat> they, uh, the argument against that is that when Jesus comes on his horse, you know, uh, he's going to be on a white horse, but this this dude's carrying. Satan has a, to copy everything. Huh? Satan has to copy yeah. everything. Yeah, and uh, so he's putting the Antichrist on a white horse. Um, and this dude's crown is given to him, mm-hmm. and it's it's a crown of of a winner. You know, like at the Olympics when they used to win, and they'd you know put a crown or what something on them. And Jesus's crown is—he's got his crown, and his crown is called a diadem, and that's supposed to be the uh, a marked difference in crowns. And the one that this—they're saying most of people say that this is the Antichrist. Does he bring a, a false sense of peace and security? And he's going to be deceptive counterfeit and they say that the it talks about the the bow but it doesn't have an arrow because arrow is war and they say because he has a bow his war is going to be voice well and they say his he's mouth. peace he's going to be yeah. peaceful anyway he's going to conquer the world peacefully with his mouth instead yeah. of with war so at first 
And that's how people who don't know uh -huh. will fall for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Six, three, and four. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, saying, come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out, and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth, and that people should kill one another, and there was given to him a great sword. And the second horseman was given, what, what, what powers was he granted? Sword. Well, that's, that was the symbol, but the powers granted to him was uh, war, basically. Yeah. He was going to cause war all around the world. He was going to have people killing each other. He was not only going to have the armies fighting each other, they were going to be fighting among themselves. It was just going to be total chaos when he comes around. This is what Ezekiel uh, 38, 12 says, I will plunder and loot and turn my hand against the resettled ruins and the people gathered from the nations, rich in livestock and goods, living and at the center of the land. So that's basically what he said. He's going to let him just tear into everybody. And the, the, the red is, you know, is fire. It's Yeah, I was trying to think. I'm getting into the trumpets. Six, five, and six. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse. And he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do no harm the oil and the wine. And the significance of the scales and the statements that being yelled out there. Symbolizing disaster and famine. Yeah. And they're saying that, well, it's going, to, it's going to be a shortage of food. It's not going to destroy all the food because the Antichrist has got his food that you have to be marked to get. See what I'm saying? And it said that, you know, after these four horsemen, only a fourth of the earth right then until we go into the next set of trumpets, isn't it? But right now, it's... Yeah. But they say uh, here where it's a quart of wheat for a denarius and, and three quarts of barley that poor people, that's the poor people we're having to deal with that. And and that's a day's wages for everybody. Was It would take a day's wages to feed one person if they bought a quart of wheat and uh, three quarts of barley barley was a cheaper grain and you could get more of that for the, for your money but they said don't harm the oil and the wine because that was the rich people stuff and they didn't want them hurting the rich people stuff so that was the explanation for that so 
6, 7, and 8. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was Death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. And they said that that pale horse, they said that in Greek or whatever the language was, it was chloros. And they said that that was really kind of a sickly green. And uh, so they said that horse was... I mean, you know, uh, and ride a pale horse, it was a pale horse. But they said this one was kind of a sickly green color. And and what's cool is this is the first time that it's not just been one guy. This time we got death riding the horse. And we got Hades, I'm sorry, Hades following along. I got a different version of the Bible than they did, I think. But following along behind. So... You've got one guy killing them and the other one stacking them up. So it's uh, this guy's going to take out what a, a fourth. Four. Yeah, He's going to be responsible for taking out a fourth of the population. So this horse is the color of spoiled meat and rotten flesh. Yeah. 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 Did y'all eat before you came? <laughs> Six nine. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. These souls that are under the altar. Who are they? Yeah, and and is this book say the tribulation martyrs? Is that what they call them? Yeah. So these are supposed to be the ones that have been killed since the tribulation started. And uh, so uh, that's since the tribulation started. You don't think that would be it? Those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held, I would think that would be like even in you know the days of the book of Acts. I mean, everybody could be. Yeah. I mean, you know, it it could be like I say, this book specifies the tribulation saints, and uh, again, there's a whole lot of in Matthew it says for all nations for my name's sake. All nations for my name's sake. So I would think that was all forever. I mean, yeah. anybody. But wait till we get to this next verse. 10 and 11. And they cried with a loud voice saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given to every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren 
that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. So this is where I kind of thought, well, maybe, you know, these are martyrs. Uh, it's saying that they were, that they're asking for revenge, you know. So, I mean, it could be martyrs through all time, you know. But uh, I don't know. That's just where I, where their assumption gave a little credence to their assumption. But there was, a, I mean, there's people being martyred. I mean, we had all those people that got their heads cut off over there when the Al Qaeda was doing all that nonsense over there in Iraq. So, uh, you know, and huh? Yeah, in Africa, they're slaughtering Christians. <laughs> yeah, all over the world, they're slaughtering Christians. So, anyway, and what are these souls asking Jesus for? Revenge, man. Well, don't think of that being in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> They're not in heaven yet. <laughs> They're down there wondering when when are we gonna get to go to heaven, Lord? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when are you gonna let us up? God's presence. Let me just put it down. He's the one who says vengeance. When you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. We're waiting. We're patient. Rest a little bit longer. What were they told? They were told to. Chill. Keep on the waiting. Yep. Wait for your brothers. Yeah. yeah. To the yeah. end of the tribulation. Yeah. yeah. He was waiting until the end of the tribulation. That's the one they're waiting for. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, 6 12 14. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became as blood and the stars of heaven fell into the earth <coughs> even as a fig tree casteth her unripe figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind and the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together and every mountain and island were moved out of their places <laughs> what's set in motion here at the, uh -huh. It's going to be a rough day. They talk about, uh, yeah, they they they're big on nukes and uh, you know atomic winter and all of that nuclear winter and 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 uh, and all of that and. Was it in here that they talked about the tidal wave that hit mm -hmm. over, yeah. yeah, and 50 foot tall or 30 foot tall wave raked across there and they lost all those people. But uh, I heard somebody talking about a, a 7.6 earthquake that hit in California and they felt it as far away. I mean, it was up. Was it in Nevada? It, yeah. and it, they felt it as far away as San Diego mm -hmm. and all around. They felt this thing. And they said, that's just a 7.6 or whatever. You know, God can do whatever he wants to, you know. And, and they're talking about that tsunami, I think. They said that that one island was moved over mm -hmm. 18 inches or mm -hmm. something in the... In the it water. says that's yeah. happening here, yeah. Yeah, and they're talking about mountains moving and islands moving mm -hmm. and, you know, everything falling down and 
but the sky rolling back is where they were talking about the nuclear, where they were comparing it to nuclear when the mushroom goes up and it's like everything starts rippling around. So I I don't uh, I don't want to be around for any of this myself. But uh, it I can't even imagine. I can't imagine what it would be like. Uh, I mean, we get put out of place with a little ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the internet goes down. Right? Yeah. Inter- internet goes, goes down, down and they shut the schools for a week. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's going to be a powerful, powerful thump something. 6 15 through 17. And the kings of the earth and the princes and the chief captains and the rich and the strong and every bondsman and freeman hid themselves in caves and in the rocks of the mountains. And they say to the mountains and to the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath is come and who is able to stand? That's, I mean... There's no place for them to go. I mean, yeah. where are they going to hide? You know, they 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 say they're begging for things to happen to you know to cover them up so that they can be hid from the from the wrath, but it's just not going to happen. It's not going to be there for them. So. So you you think at that point, um, you know, of course, us with the biblical and being Christian. We would know this is God. Yeah. You better get right. <laughs> yeah. You know, but if they haven't had that, and there's no one, I mean, they're, what am I but trying But they're going to have the 144,000. Yeah. Okay. The 144,000. They say it's going to be the biggest revival the earth has ever seen. Because I mean, when this kind of stuff starts happening... Yeah. People may be turning around a little bit and thinking, you know, that's there might be something to that, you know. So, yeah. So, you know, it, uh, this might aid in some belief unless God's hardened their heart, like He did Pharaoh. You know, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? But uh, uh, they're going to have evangelists and. I, you know, I watched that left behind stuff, you know, and there was some preachers that thought that they were saved and all of a sudden they got right, you know, and they started working, you know, and they was, they was starting to, you know, they saw where they had blew it. But, uh, I think there's still going to be people and, you know, going. And if it's, if it's not pre-trib, if it's mid-trib, there's still going to be Christians. There'll always be somebody, because like in China and all those places, they're still, in North Korea, they're still meeting in houses, you know, and they may only have two families or three families come to a service, but they're still holding their secret services, and I think that a lot of that will be going on. I think those 144,000 Jews are going to be spread out all over the world, and they're going to be working. So I... 
I think there'll be a lot of people saved during that time that uh, that maybe don't have to go through this. You know, the this isn't even the bad part. This is just the start of the bad part. Yeah. You know, because when the oh, we still got more to go. Uh, yeah, chapter seven. Yeah. This is kind of a now we're getting in to kind of a pause. And you got a pause at the end of the sixth seal before the seventh seal. And the the seventh seal really sets off the seven trumpets. So you got a pause at the end of the sixth seal before the seventh seal, and then you got a pause at the end of the sixth trumpet before the seventh trumpet. So it's kind of a, like, a, did you did y'all see the Ten Commandments or or uh, Gone with the Wind, where you go through two hours of the movie and then they have a fifteen minute intermission for you to go yeah. to the bathroom yeah. and you get the last two hours. So that's that's kind of the way I look at this. So. Anyway, seven one. After I saw four, after this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that no wind should blow on the earth or on the sea or upon any tree. And why did the author say that that was happening? To prove that God controls everything? Uh, I, I, I thought I read that it said that it, they were holding back the wind so the plague or the pestilence and stuff coming from all the rest of that didn't couldn't spread anymore. So it was just uh, kind of holding it back. Anybody else get anything different than that? Yeah. Seven, two, and three. And I saw another angel ascend from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a great voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we shall have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And he's telling them to hold fast there. You keep those winds off and don't let anything bad happen. You know, these are the four angels that's fixing to wreak some more havoc, but you hold everything off until we get these 144,000 marked. Yeah, marked. Yeah. So... And then we have the naming of the tribes and the 12,000 from each tribe, 7, 4 through 8. And I heard the number of them that were sealed, 144,000 sealed out of every tribe of the children of Israel. Of the tribe of Judah were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Reuben, 12,000. Of the tribe of Gad, 12,000. Of the tribe of Asher, 12,000. Of the tribe of Nephthal, Nephthali, 
12,000 of the tribe of Manasseh, Manasseh, 12,000 of the tribe of Simeon, 12,000 of the tribe of Levi, 12,000 of the tribe of Ishar, 12,000 of the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000 of the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed, 12,000. <laughs> because it says, it says, if you've heard it or you've read it, so we're all going to hear it or we're going to read it before we get out of here. Well, it we says want the blessing. That, that Dan and Ephraim tribes were left out yeah. because they were guilty of idolatry and believed in false prophets, which Levi and Joseph replaced them. Mm -hmm. And why was Joseph there? Because he was the father of Ephraim. That's right. Yeah. So, and Levi, the tribe of Levi had always been the priest. Yeah, Aaron. And they weren't yeah. really given any property. I mean, no. They weren't given an area of Israel. They were given towns and pastures <laughs> scattered out all priests. over the place. They were Aaron, yeah. Moses' so, brothers. So. Yeah. So. And they were said they're going to use DNA to. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. They said they could still pretty much track it, even though it was, pre and they were doing it now. They were trying to try tie try, 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 tie people to tribes in Israel now through DNA. So, uh, that's that's supposed to be the DNA you mean. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but what do you have to compare DNA, to? Yeah. It has been put in beforehand. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't understand that either. How they Did they put there. them in tombs? I don't even know. They put Pharaohs in tombs. Did they put I mean or did they just put them in caves like they did? I don't know. Answer is yes. They carried them here and there. They put them in caves. They put them in yeah, caves. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. carried them. Yeah. They put them in tombs. <laughs> I mean, two more questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and now let's, you know, stir it up even more. <clears throat> we're grafted in. And so we're, the, if you will, part of the new man. Israel. So are these all Jews? Because Paul says, you know, that Jews aren't necessarily true Jews, but those who follow Christ with all of their heart are are the lovers of God, the chosen ones. And so like, okay. Hmm, what That's not about but this? but being a Jew and being well, no. Well, the the 144,000 comes from these people. Yeah. And they're yeah. all Jews. But yeah, what they're I, all Jews. I guess an Israeli and a Jew is where, and that's that's a whole different ball game. You could be an Israeli and not a Jew. Correct. Mm -hmm. And you can be Sammy Davis Jr. and be a Jew. Yes. <laughs> because he declared himself a Jew. <laughs> you can be an apostolite. Huh? You can be a proselyte. They still make, I mean, there's a place in their religion for people yeah. to be proselytized into yeah. to, uh, the 
Hebrew heritage into Judaism. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's, you know, there's all sorts of interesting things to think about in yeah, this. I don't think they're going to find 124,000 <coughs> Hasidic Jews, but uh, it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting where they come up with them. Is that, is that where then he has 144,000? And then who is it that says that before they finishes the rest of us off? He says, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to save some more. He's giving everybody another chance. He's giving us yeah. a chance. Yeah. So he's going yeah. to handpick us, right? The ones that have the numbers on our head? That are well, symbol on our head? They're going to have that on their forehead, forehead. to protect them from. From all of this stuff that's going on, because they're going to be there during the wrath. But this is going to protect them. It's going to be a shield around them to keep them safe during all this time. So the rest of us believers will will be gone. We'll be gone. So we don't have to worry about it. Seven, nine, and ten. After these things, I saw and behold a great multitude, which no man could number, out of every nation. And of all tribes and people and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb, arrayed in white robes and palm branches in their hands, and crying with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. I think this is where I thought that it was the the saved, the ones that were saved during this time, because... By now, the rapture has already happened, hasn't it? Or has it? Could that be it? Hmm? I don't understand. I mean, that many people? Well, you got 144,000. All they'd have to do is get one apiece, and you got a pretty good crowd. Mm-hmm. So, and it's probably going to be like Amway, you know. We're going <laughs> to. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> 11 and 12. And all the angels were standing around the throne and about the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And they're always worshiping. They're, again, uh, I mean, if these are the ones left, they got plenty of reason to worship. So, it's, and that, I guess this is that same throng of people, right? Mm-hmm. That are standing around there. And one of the elders answered, oh, did I lose something? And one of the elders answered saying unto me these that are arrayed in the white robes who are they and where did they come from and i say to him sir you know so he said to me these are the ones who came out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb so these are the tribulations saved right Mm -hmm. What does it mean by them washing their robes again? Did they use their little Purex stick? Yeah. 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 That's right. There you go. So, 
15 through 17. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple and he who sits on the throne and dwells among them. They shall neither hunger any more nor thirst any more. The sun strike shall not strike shall not the sun strike shall not strike them nor any heat. For the lamb that is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of water and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. So. I'm wondering if this is when there's going to be no more sorrow. You know? I don't know. Because he's wiping away all the tears then. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it's it's after they're dead and when they're when they're going up. Uh, because I don't I don't see any time that it would happen down here do y'all what do you think especially with what's going on <laughs> yeah at this point well but all these people have uh, you know these souls <laughs> have been washed clean mm -hmm. so yeah there will be no i can see where there'd be no more yeah sorrow sorrow at that point yep and so going to be pretty well taken care of after this. So, and if this is the description of heaven, I guess, neither hunger anymore nor thirst anymore or don't worry about getting sunburned. Don't worry about getting overheated. So. That's just only if you go south. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all coming. Good study. What's for next week? Next uh, week is... 8 through 12, I think. Yeah. Then we get into the oh, is trumpets. Oh, 11? Okay. We get into the trumpets. Yeah. 8 through 11. Yeah. So, then it starts getting really nasty. So, if you'd like a good... Shoot them up. This will be the time to come. <laughs> <laughs>